All right, boys, um, it's beautiful to be here. You see, now I see the crowd. We've got to talk uh, different uh, musagim, different levels, you know? Um, like this. Rav Vosna passed away, right, about a few years ago. First of all, I was in a sale. I was okay to meet him once or twice, big zechut. And you have here of uh, Rav Bengis, of Zelig Ruben Bengis. You know what that is? He was the Avbedin of Yerushalayim many, many years ago. And he brings down how when Rav Shmuel Vozna went to give him Mishlo Manot on Purim, Rav Bengis had a little, uh, little to drink. You know, Purim. You know? And Rav Bengis says to Rav Vozna, Wow, look who came. Look who came, Rav Vozna. He says, right now, I'd like to do the entire shas with you. From cover, what? The whole shas, the whole shas right now. He says, he says, but Rebbe, you know, if we have the whole day, I'll be here till uh, who knows how long. He says, no problem. We're going to do every 10 blot, every 10 dafa gemara. This is from an eyewitness, told this to Rav Yosef Tzvi, which was Shmuel Vazna's son. He says, the eyewitness says, that Rabbein has told him, we'll do every ten blot, the first line, every ten blot, the second line of Rashi, and every ten blot, the third line of Tosafot. You know what's going on over here? Start from Mesecha Berachot, say the top, the beginning, the opening, the opening, the opening. There was an eyewitness there that tested Ravozna from the beginning of Mesecha Berachot, Till the end of Shas, Uksin, he never made one mistake. And you know how old he was? 27. 27 years old. He's going through the whole entire Shas. Every time blot, the first time, you know, no, no, now you're telling me, but Rabbi, this is a different level. We, we, we're not on this level. How can we get on this level, right? That's what you're telling me. That's what you're thinking in your mind. But I'm not thinking like that. I'm thinking that everybody could. First of all, they say Ravozna, he went to uh, Yeshiva in Lublin, right? But Mayor Shapiro, he had a, he had a item, a certain time, he would shut the lights off. Everybody had to go to sleep. Vigda Miller was that's he was very into that. He says, make sure you have to get good sleep, you have to strike in the morning, you got to go, go, go strong. So he would have a certain time, he would shut the lights. Great. And uh, one time he came in, and he see Ravozna as a bacha, Sitting down as a bachur, sitting down and learning. Says, listen, you're going against the takana, I don't understand you. How could you, uh, supposed to be sleeping now? He says, but Rebbe, you're shiva. I have a problem. What's the problem? I'm, I'm not as fast as the rest. These guys are speeding. They know, they this, they that. I got to catch up. And who became the gadolador? I was not. Out of all the friends, the gadolador got on. Is why what's up, shot? How do you get to become humongous in Torah? How do you become to have a beautiful life of Torah? Like this. One time I was in Mikdash and Rabbi Millworm, he had a he had a boy, we had a bris, and uh, who was the Sandak? Rav Scheinberg. Scheinberg. And the other side, 
they, you know, in Israel, they had a, like a mahitza, and it was one hole, just like, you know, those small mahitzas, you have like the wood, you put the wood, 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 and on the other side was another bris, bring me la'avu, who is this anak there of the usher? So imagine, everybody sitting in the hall, waiting for who? Rav Scheinberg, the Gadol Ador, and Rav Yashiv, to both to come in at the same time. Who came in? Of course, they both came in. I remember the day I saw the first time in my life. His, all his veins were literally in, in his brain. He was so shakua in his learning. He, you couldn't, he was just focused, learning 24-7 straight. He had to do his thing. Now, if Schomburg was there, sitting down, everybody's kissing his hand. Everybody's kissing him, Rabbi, give me beracha, give me beracha, give me beracha. So I go there, and I kiss the rabbi's hand, Rav Schomburg's hand. I say, I whisper in the rabbi's ears, Rabbi, I want a beracha that I should be just like you when I grow up. So he looks at me, and he starts punching me a little bit in my stomach like this. And now all the boys in Mikdash, they want to know, what, what, what is he punching you? What do you tell him? So he says, you want to be like me? You got to work hard. You got to work hard. You see, sometimes a person might think, I can't be huge in Torah. I can't be a master Tamir Acham. It's not me. I'm not it. It's not true. It's not true. Because Torah is not based on how smart you are. It's about how hard you work. Like it says in Mesechem Megillah, Dabab. Yagata umatsata ta'amin. It says, let's say a person's a genius. And he comes over to you, wow, I understood the whole Tosafon like this. Wow, amazing, this, this, this. Hey, hey, yeah, did you work hard for it? No, I didn't, I didn't work hard for it. Al ta'amin. You don't, you don't have to believe the guy. I don't, I don't believe you got that. You didn't really get shot in Taisus. What do you mean? I'm telling you, I did it. I got it. What do you mean? You didn't really get it. He says, what do you mean? I did. I'm telling you, I did it. He says, no, you didn't work hard? Sorry. You worked hard? You're going to get it. You got you have a, a, a yo-yo. The guy, is, his brain is like rock. He can't get anything in. So every time, oh, you got this one. Uh, yeah, you, you, you have to believe him? It depends. Did you work hard? I worked so hard. You don't understand, Rabbi, the whole... By us in Mikdash, Rav Lamed used to tell us, when I first entered the Shi'ur, I started asking him a question. He says, wait, stop, before you ask me. I said, what? He said, did you sweat over the question? I said, no. He said, okay, so when you sweat over the questions that you want to ask me, then come back and then talk to me. That's the way it was, by the way. That's what he was telling me. And I was like, what? What do you mean? Who schwitzes? And, and, and I was like, he's like, what? I don't believe you. Everybody in my shit was asking me a question. Schwitz sweated over what we learned and he got it. And if he didn't get it, he schwitzed over the question. And Rav Lamed said, I'm not Mechavel. If you don't sweat on the question, don't ask me. Don't ask me. That's why he was in Yeshiva. I remember one time, Mordechai Lamed, I remember it was very hot. Very hot. He's like, he says, so hot in there. Put on the AC. He's like, Rabbi. I was like, Rabbi, this is the ash of the Torah going on. He starts screaming at me. If this is the ash, I'll be sweating bullets. What are you talking about? He's screaming, top of his lungs. My Chavrusa was there of, uh, of uh, Ariel Barlin. He was sitting right next to me when Rav Lamed told me that. So the person wants to strive. You know, how is it? You have guys, they're matmidim, they love the learning. They, they, you know, oh, every time Rav Benaliyah, the Shiva of Mikdash Melech used to come, and he used to give Seudash Lichit Derush, what was his Derush about? Dora Chaim What was Dora Chaim saying? 
If a person felt the sweetness of Torah, he would go crazy, he would go Meshugat crazy all day, just steiging and learning and learning and more. And give me another shot, give me another shot, give me another shot. It's so sweet the Torah, the guy would go crazy of simha, of happiness his whole entire life. But the question is, how do we get to that level of living and learning, of steiging to the next level? So I tell you, from Trish and Pincus. Trish and Pincus. And he brings a mashal of a spaceship. When they first invented the spaceship, they had to check how much gas they needed in order to reach the top. They want to get to the moon. You want to get to the moon, you got to have the gas. If you don't have enough gas, you stop midway. Oh, I got to come back down. So the astronauts were always figuring out the exact, uh, 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 how much exactly gas did they need. And they started figuring it out and they said, it's impossible. From here to get to the moon, what? it's impossible. The gas, there's no tank big enough. We can't do it. We can't do it. Back and forth. They're arguing back and forth. Finally, one Chacham astronomist gets up there and says, I got it, I got it, I got it. All we need is enough gas to get from here to get above the atmosphere, the world's atmosphere. Once we pass the gravity of the world's of the earth, then already we'll float much higher, faster. We'll go very, very high. You know what he said? So the same thing, if you call Elf of the same thing by the Torah. What's the pshat? What's the pshat? A guy, how come you have one guy, the biggest matmid, and you have another guy who's not such a matmid, and you have another guy that loves learning, and you have another guy that doesn't such a learning? What's the pshat in that? Like this. There's something called retzifut. There's something called a person has to constantly be in the learning. Now let me explain. You know, sometimes a person might have, we, everybody has a seder. We have two studying, right? Every day we have first seder, we have second seder, right? Usually it's four hours each. Four hours first seder, 9.30 to 1.30. Second seder, another four hours. So now, the way you have to, we have to understand is that we can't have a hefsek in the limud between first and second. Even though we have a break, we have benazdarim, we have benazmanim, we have breaks, yeshiva, they did on a system and it's an important system. But we can't forget that we have to be in the, in the thinking of the learning. You know, Rav Shach, that's all. Rav Shach, there was one time a, a bocha came to me and says, Rabbi, I don't know, I just got married, my wife's driving me nuts. Why? She's telling me to do the dishes. Come on, Rabbi, I'm to do the dishes. I can't. He says, no, 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 you're wrong. You want to help your wife? You can help your wife and be thinking in the Rashba at the same exact time as you're washing the dishes. It's not a stira, it's not a contradiction. These gdolim, how did they become gdolim? You know how they became gdolim? Because they were constantly learning and learning and learning and learning and learning and learning and learning. But not just regular learning. It was learning Britsifut. When a person has a first seder and he's sitting down and he's about to start the first seder, nothing is matters except these four hours that I'm going to work Till I sweat. Till I sweat. The person has to have musagin. You know, there was a man, Herschel. 
Herschel went to a town and he told the Gabai of the Bet Knesset, listen, I'm coming in. I need a place for Shabbat just for Friday night to eat. Friday night to eat, no problem, I'll take care of you. He says, please, but get me a good place. He went around seeing this, that. He says, there was only one person available that take the Herschel in. It was the biggest Gvir, the richest, wealthiest guy in the whole town. So he says, listen, the Gabai tells Herschel, Herschel, you go into a guy now, this guy talks forever, yaps away, yap, 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 yap. He'll never stop. You'll be there yapping, 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 yapping. He says, don't worry about it. Send me up. I'll take care of my situation. Just send me up. Okay, no problem. He sets him up with the, with, the, with, the, with the wealthy guy. They sit down. They're sitting and they're talking. First question, right after they start the meal. Also, Herschel, which town do you live in? I live in so-and-so place. Oh, really? Wow, very nice. Oh, I remembered. There's a guy, uh, so-and-so. Is he still living there? He says he died. He died. Oh, my goodness. The Balabite calls his wife. Oh, my goodness. The, Herschel just said this guy died. And... Okay. They continue the meal. Oh, what about this guy? How's he doing? Oh, he died. Oh, my goodness. He starts going crazy. The guy. Every few minutes, he starts asking another guy about the time. What about this guy died? What about this guy died? What about this guy died? After the meal, they have by the dessert. He's finishing. The Balabite says, Herschel, everybody's dying. What's going on? Let me explain to you something. He tells the Gvir, when I'm eating, everybody's dead. You hear what's going on? When I'm learning, everybody's dead. It's Kivyachol, a statement, just to hear. And when a person's learning, and he has a sederly mood, from his first seder on, nobody gets in the way. I'm sitting down, uh, even my own chavuta. I'm sitting down, I'm learning the whole entire time. Because when a person has a hefsek, when a person has a, a, a stuff in his learning, it's already, he's pouring, it's like a guy, he's, he's bubbling up, the fire is bubbling up, bubbling up, bubbling up, bubbling up. All of a sudden he stops learning, what happens? He pours the water on it. Now he starts again fresh. It's not the same exact, but it's like that. Now he starts again fresh. Oh, bite in the sugya. That's why you have sometimes in the morning, it's very hard from what? When a guy after Shabbat, let's say, give you an example, now he starts again. The next day he had from Friday, Shabbat, now he's already starting Sunday. And already first said he's like starting to be weak. What happened? The answer is you had to have sex from Friday to, to, to this. But if you were striking the whole Shabbat and you were striking Friday and you were striking Sunday, then when you get involved with the sugya again, you feel, oh, this is it. This is beauty. And this is a person has to know. This is in life. Where's the real simha? I know we have a few more minutes. But in life, where's the real simha? The real simha is when a person is a matmid. You know, Rav Nassim Tzvi Finkel, Zatzal from Mira Shiva in Yerushalayim, he had a thing. I don't know if you ever, ever heard of it. It was a 12-hour system. You heard of it, Moshe? It says 12-hour system. What was it? It was every bacha, he would go to them, says, learn 12 hours, learn 12 hours, learn 12 hours, learn 12 hours. So he would mechayev them. He would mechayev them. Now, you try it. Now, Ben Azmanim, okay, during the Zman, all Ben Azmanim, I don't know, it's not a steer. Terry is uh, 24-7, you know what I'm saying? There's no Zman for Terry. We're Ma'al Azman. All right? Try it. Try it for a week straight. Try it for two weeks straight. Try it for three weeks straight. You will see, you will have the best pleasure you will ever get 
ever in your entire life. I was learning my Havruta once. Havruta had old, old Havruta had many Havrutot. But one of my Havrutot that I had, um, they set me up. The, the Rosh Hashiva one time, he said, uh, Yosef, learn with him. So I started learning with him. I see the guy was very chalash, very, 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 very weak. Very, very weak. So he came over my house. We started schmoozing, started talking. And then he opened up to me. I said, What's, what are you opening up? He says, I used to have it. I said, what are you talking about? He said, I was never good in, 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 in my, you know, I was never working. I was a lazy bum. But one time, my Rebbe came over to me and he said, this week, Thursday, you're doing a Chabura. You are giving a shear on the piece, on the sugya that we're learning. He says, me? No, no. He says, listen, I'm going you to go ahead and you're going to do it. He said, oh my goodness, I don't know. I don't know where to start. He said, okay, if the Rebbe's mehayev me, I'm going to do it. And he sat there. He told me, listen, this was three years after he did this Chabura. Three years after. He said, I did it three years ago at the time. He said, I was day and night from Sunday to the Thursday until, one, until 12 o'clock where I was about to give the shir on Thursday. The whole day, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Third, I was steiging away, getting every suga. What does this Rishon mean? What does that Rishon mean? And if anybody over here does a Chabura, if anybody over here does it, you'll see the Metikut. You'll see the Metikut. Why? Because now you mehayev yourself. Now there's so many people, now my Rebbe's going to hear what I have to say. I remember me, when I was in, when I was in, the, in the Kolel, in the Yeshiva, when I was mehayev my Chabura, you're sitting down, schwitzing, schwitzing, schwitzing. The second my Rebbe was masking to the Chidush that I said, wow, got to add in. Forget that. Even before that was Gan Eden. Call Kuloi because you're mamish in the Sugya 24-7. And therefore, a person has to understand. The Rachim HaKadosh says the Metikut is there. The Metikut is there. But how come we don't hit to the next level? The answer is, we stop too many times. We have a Hefsek here, we have a Hefsek there, in the middle of Seder. Net! Count how many net hours do you learn. Rafinko was Mehayev, this guy, he was a... Uh, 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 in yeshiva, 12 hours. He said, Rabbi, I can't do it. He said, no, you can do it. He says, fine, I'll do it. I'll try it for two, three days, and that's it. Three days. Fine, no problem. By the third day, and the third day, stop. But 12 hours for three days straight. And he did it 12 hours, one day, second day, and he was schwitzing. He couldn't handle it. He was like, body was getting weak in this. Third day. He said, by the third day, he had a dream of the sugya that he was learning. He woke up in the morning mumbling words of his Gemara, not even knowing. Because the, 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 the Torah was so penetrated in him. Imagine 12 plus 12 plus 12, all together, whoa! He said he felt like a new, he felt like a new Briah. He felt like a whole new being. Avshinim Pinkis, father, went to the Mi Yeshiva. He was an American Bakr. He went to the Mi Yeshiva when Rav Yerucham Levovitz was the Mashgiach. And he would write letters back home. Shim Pinkus writes that I have all the letters, and he would go through the letters. That's all. He would go through the letters. He said one letter he couldn't believe. One letter was amazing. It says, I, I'm here in Yeshiva in the Mir. His father's writing. I'm here in the Yeshiva of Mir, and I can't believe, I can't believe that I see people himself. I don't know who he's talking about, but he said how in a matter of weeks, the whole person is a whole different being. He's a different person entirely. You know, there's a big problem. What, what, what's the problem? Do we know the schar of mitzvot? Yes or no? 
And we know the schar mitzvot is an. Do you know how much reward you get if you put on tefillin? You know anybody knows? Tell me. If you don't, tell me. You know how much reward you get if you uh, do kibud davim? You don't know. You get arichut yamim. Yes. But in Gan Eden, you don't know. In Gan Eden, you know how much reward it is. A guy gives tzedakah. Does he know how much reward it is? What's the What's the reason for that? Why can't I know? Anybody know? Why can't I know? The answer is, is because if I tell you that tefillin gets you a trillion dollars in Shemayim, and then uh, the the Berkat Amazon doesn't get you, what are you going to do all day long? All tefillin, all do this mitzvah, tzedakah. I'm going to do the mitzvah that I have the most uh, reward for. So therefore, Hashem said, listen, I can't tell you the mitzvah, the reward for it. He says, but by Torah, it ruins the system. Why? Because Torah, did it tell you this? Did it tell you the reward? Yes, I know by Torah. It told you the reward. If you have 612 mitzvot on one side, and one mitzvah on the other, what outweighs? One mitzvah of the Torah. The Magid, the Magid was learning with who? With Shukhan Aruch. Malach came to learn with the Shukhan Aruch. And the Shukhan Aruch told him, if you would see what reward you're missing out on in Shamayim, from one second that you stop learning, you would commit suicide. Yeah, no joke, I'll show it to you. I have, I have it written down. I have it in my house, I can show it to you. He said, you'll, you'll rather choose death than life, he writes. Why? Because the reward, think about it, it's, it's a normal thing. If I would right now bring out a suitcase of a million dollars and I showed you, I have a million dollars right in my, right, right in my suitcase right now. I tell you, look, I tell you, look, go get me a cup of water and you get what's in my suitcase. Get what's in your suitcase? No, I'm not interested. I, you don't know what's in the suitcase. I said, but I have good stuff in the suitcase, but you don't know. So hey, take no, I'm not interested. I tell him, you go and you get what it is. He goes and I open it in front of everybody. The suitcase for a million dollars. And I give it to him. What would you do? You have a heart attack. I could have just got a million dollars. I'm crazy. Same thing about Torah. Every single second that goes by, it's another trillions and trillions and, and trillion dollars. So if that's the case, you kill the whole system. What is the guy going to do now? Learn Torah all day. You just told me that that's the, that's the, that's the item. Torah is the biggest mitzvah. All the mitzvot. So forget all that. That's what a person might say. You know what the answer to this question is? No. Because when a person learns Torah, it changes his whole being that all he wants to do is what Hashem wants him to do. So therefore, Hashem says that's part of the system. Because I know when you have another mitzvah to do right now, and nobody else can do it, you're going to do it. Why? Because the Torah penetrated in your bones. And this we have to know. We want to get great. We want to go to the next galaxy. We want to get to the next level. We have to pass the atmosphere. How do you pass the atmosphere? By learning about Mada, by learning in food, by learning strong. And the Hazonish says, a person stops in his learning, one hour goes, one hour stops, one hour goes, one hour stops. Ah. But a person goes, believe, sick. That's the guy who strikes the most. That's the guy who feels the metikut of the learning. Zashem, which be so to all his good things.